It's your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Yes, and today's episode, an indigenous Thanksgiving. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually wanted to take some time to honor the indigenous this holiday season. Yeah. Um, just a note, we do have construction going on outside of our house. So yeah. with us. So if you hear live, <laughs> you know, stuff in the background. It's okay. We're not dying. Yeah. We'll let you know. You'll hear other things. Reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Reactions, for sure. <laughs> uh, it's just some construction, like Rocky said, in the background. So mm-hmm. that's all. Yeah. No big deal. But all right, anything, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you are listening. Yes. So we are making a push, y'all. We are trying to get to 50 subscribers and we're only like what nine subscribers away yeah. so if you're listening right now and you okay, haven't and that's just a starting point yeah like, it's a starting the end of the point year. yeah at the end of the year <laughs> you're trying to stay there you're trying to stay there <laughs> but yeah but if you're listening right now and you have not subscribed yet yeah what are you doing let's get to 50 it's quick yes. nine people i know nine people are listening right now i know nine people are probably watching this part right now because i'm gonna clip this <laughs> so like what the hold up subscribe real quick let's get to 50 before the end of the year please help we, us out we knew it the youtube thing so yes. let's get to 50 and then let's go to 100 and then keep going and going up and up and up and up until we share our ideas and more people are having these discussions and conversations because that's what this is all about yes. you know expanding our perspectives mm-hmm. challenging them mm-hmm. you know that's what we're about and now somebody's knocking on the door <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um but yeah Subscribe, please. <laughs> Is it? Do we need to get it? No, I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. So let's begin. Yeah, let's start the show. Are you sure? Like mail doesn't come this early, so who would it be? I don't know. All right, this is a whole lot happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's start with two sides of the same coin. Remember, we flip a coin, choose heads or tails, and whoever wins answers the question first. Mm-hmm. So what will it be? It's going to be heads. All right, let me get the door because yeah, they keep knocking. I feel like there are people knocking still. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Life. <laughs> All right, so back to it. Flip again. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, cause I definitely would have won the, the first one. I mean, we can go. <laughs> I called heads last time. I'm gonna stick with heads. If this heads, ha. I win. <laughs> All right. So the first question is. Okay. What did you learn about Thanksgiving? What did I learn about Thanksgiving? Okay, so are we talking? We can talk whatever you want to talk. But I wanna, I wanna <laughs> know because from from your perspective, when when you, because you did write this question, mm-hmm. all right. So are we talking um, elementary school, like when I first learned about it, or are we talking about when I kind of got more educated as I got older, or something else like that? What what, what are we kind of narrowing it down on? So you can answer both ways. You okay. can say what you first learned in elementary mm-hmm. and then what you learned later in life. All right, cool. So, all right, that's exactly how I'm going to answer it then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was younger in elementary school, so I went to the Chad school. Shout out to all my Chad school family out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it is. Um, <laughs> in Newark, New Jersey, uh, which was uh, basically a Afrocentric centered school. So mm-hmm. we were taught like a little bit outside of the box when it came to mm-hmm. education and so, we knew about the actual history of Thanksgiving. We knew about... So, in elementary school? In elementary school. All right. So, right. what did you learn about the actual history? Um, we knew about, basically, the colonizers mm-hmm. coming here, <laughs> doing their colonizing, doing their thing, <laughs> doing what colonizers do, mm-hmm. um, and how they kind of, like... We, we were taught, like, I, I knew the term rape and pillage before I knew what rape meant. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know oh. what that actually meant. <laughs> I mean, good. So, so, yeah, so it was like I knew, mm-hmm. and that's why I asked the question mm-hmm. that way, because it's like I knew, but like I didn't know. Well, I'm glad that they taught you that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Because um, it's the truth. Yeah, it was uh, it was real. I mean, I, I still didn't know like the extent, because I think it's what Andrew... Jackson or I'm not sure who who it was, but like who made it a federal holiday? Um, no. Oh, that was Lincoln, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah, because I'm th- I'm thinking about the guy who's like scalping people, and it, like I didn't know about the oh. how bad it got. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know about all that. It's just like how I didn't know about all that in slavery mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew, you know what I'm saying? So something bad. Went yeah, down. I knew like. <laughs> The context of it being like bad, like mm-hmm. murderous, like mm-hmm. evil, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know the actual acts that went into it. Because I guess I was just, you know, just too blinded by it. Couldn't picture it. Not, And I'm glad I, I didn't, you know. Because mm-hmm. if I did, I don't know how that might have affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did know the realities of it. Um, so I, I was taught like the actual history of uh, the indigenous being kind of wiped out. And how we replace it with... It's kind of like whitewashed holiday, mm-hmm. which is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I was taught to always celebrate Thanksgiving by appreciating what you have and to honor those who were, you know, here before you, mm-hmm. basically. Um, it was never about, like, <laughs> um, pilgrims or none of that other stuff. Plus, I was a vegetarian, so, you know, turkey wasn't really a thing anyways. Old cliche pilgrim turkey bullshit. Wasn't a thing in my house. So that's what I, I really learned about Thanksgiving when I was younger. And when I came to adulthood, that's when I learned more about, like, the actual events, mm-hmm. um, how bad the diseases were and how bad it was affecting them. So, again, like, I knew that, you know, smallpox, the blankets, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But I didn't, ooh, when I, like, saw yeah. shit and, yeah, when I got older, whoo, they mm-hmm. did them dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yes, that's what I learned about Thanksgiving. What about you? So I learned the fairy tale version. Oh, so from the the pilgrims from the jump, you learned yeah the pilgrims. Oh. Let's all come together and be friendly. Uh, so in researching for this episode, I did understand that the Wampanoags. I forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that, but it was a tribe in the New England, Massachusetts area. Um, they did come to, okay, so let me backtrack. So yeah, that's basically what I learned in elementary. Um, however, I always had a deep connection with indigenous cultures just cause it felt right to me. <laughs> so like my fourth birthday, I had like a Pocahontas sweatshirt on. Like I was very just, I wanted to learn more. And was I connecting with the white people on Pocahontas? No, I was connecting with the indigenous representation. Okay, I was like, ooh, this seems familiar. I like it. Um, and that only grew more. So, and, and I had already learned to look outside of the education system in terms of Africans. So it was the same with the indigenous. I just didn't have a lot of material to learn from. Um, it was very hard to get my hands on knowledge in history, actual truthful history. Um, but when I did get older, I learned more. So like I said, I was researching for this episode and I did discover that yes, the, um, that tribe were helping the colonizers, um, Mm -hmm. with food and teaching them how to grow crops and things like that. However, that also took place after the colonizers killed them with disease, enslaved them, and then, you know, they were trying to like, okay, well, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. So, I would rather live in peace, <laughs> you know? I mean, peace is always the, well, not always. I can't say that. Every tribe was like that. <laughs> no, no. So let me not, let me not even at say all, that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and it was, it was actually very fascinating because, um, the, the history usually points out the, uh, indigenous person, uh, Squanto. And apparently mm. he was enslaved and taken to England. And then he came back to, um, 
the, uh, to the Massachusetts region. And he was the one that was like the English interpreter between the tribes and the colonizers. So yeah, just stuff went down where ego power trip, all that stuff. But, but it was very fascinating to, to hear some truth about what they taught us, but that wasn't the whole truth because that actually wasn't the first Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving was in 1637. Remember, uh, the English got to Jamestown in 1619. The Spanish got to Florida like in 1519. And then Columbus got to the West Indies in 1492 just to put some years on this shit. Okay. So in 1637, right near present day Groton, Connecticut, over 700 men, women, and children of the Pequot? You P- better pronounce the stuff than mine. P-E-Q-U-O-T, sorry for the mispronunciation, tribe had gathered for their annual green corn festival, which is our Thanksgiving celebration. I think an indigenous person was writing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and also to know, there's first fruit celebrations throughout Africa where they celebrate the mm-hmm. harvest. Yeah, so harvest, the fact that yeah. they would celebrate the harvest in the Americas where there was also a lot of crops and harvest actually makes sense. <laughs> so, so yeah, they were gathering for their annual green corn festival. And then in the pre-dawn hours, the sleeping Indians were surrounded by English and Dutch mercenaries who ordered them to come outside. Those who came out were shot or clubbed to death, while the terrified women and children who huddled inside the longhouse were burned alive. The next day, the governor of the Massachusetts Bay Colony declared a day of Thanksgiving because 700 unarmed men, women, and children had been murdered. And that is what's called the Thanksgiving Massacre. That was the first Thanksgiving. And that continued where the English would celebrate in a day of Thanksgiving after murdering indigenous people. Yeah. So therefore, some natives don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I wonder why. You know, they actually celebrate the national day of mourning on that day Mm. where many fast. And uh, it's called un-Thanksgiving day. Um, also known as the indigenous, oh, right. Hmm? So yeah, a lot of people celebrate, a lot of the indigenous Indigenous. celebrate national day of mourning, but in the Bay area, there's specifically something called Unthanksgiving day, or also known as the indigenous people's sunrise ceremony where, and it's an event held on Alcatraz Island in San Francisco Bay to Hmm. honor the indigenous people of the Americas and promote their rights. It coincides with the National Day of Mourning held in Massachusetts. So National Day of Mourning in Massachusetts, Un-Thanksgiving um, Day, or Indigenous People Sunrise Ceremony, um, specifically in our area, to honor the people who had been murdered, honor the people uh, that endured the genocide. Because, yeah, this shit's fucked up. Yeah. Right? Now, some p- Indigenous people do celebrate Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about, like, Again, what Thanksgiving means to us a little mm-hmm. bit later. Um, but yeah, it, it's also, we need to honor the people who died for this holiday. Like, it doesn't take long. Just have a moment of silence, give prayer, think of them. Like, yeah. Because that's how we got here. <sighs> All right, next question. If I can find the coin, I got it. Do we want to go to a lighter note of what uh, Thanksgiving means to us for the next question? It's on you. Like you, you've organized this one. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's say, what does Thanksgiving mean to us? Okay. Or mean to you? Tails. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so what does Thanksgiving mean to me? Uh, I think... Going based off of what I said before, mm-hmm. with um, what I learned in elementary school, combined with what was taught to me by myself and through other educators, obviously, when I got older, I've always taken the stance of Thanksgiving being a day to be grateful and appreciative of those around me and those who came before me, basically. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's a day where I kind of gather with friends and family. Uh, we eat a big meal. We usually drink a lot of wine or smoke weed now because I don't really drink that much. <laughs> um, and we just share some time together and share some like appreciation. Uh, I think being thankful for each other and sharing a meal, breaking bread, that's one of the things I like to do, period. Mm-hmm. Like That's my way of spending quality time and building Ooh. bonds. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's great to do that mm-hmm. uh, amongst uh, people that you you love and you cherish. Uh, so that to me, that's really all that it is. It, it doesn't necessarily tie into any of the things um, that the originators... <laughs> Ugh. What's that saying? Jeez. History is written by those who won, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've never celebrate i've never thought about like pilgrims <laughs> and i <laughs> or refuse like that. to have my children be taught that like if they're learning that in the school <clears throat> no one i'm coming for the teacher but i'm also gonna That's tell my gonna kids happen. exactly <laughs> like no what will you be doing for your thanksgiving celebration i need to know ahead of time because my child is not coming home with feathers on a construction paper now <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it means to me. Uh, I think, uh, I think I'm going to continue having that same tradition of like, yeah, honoring those around me and those before me being thankful. Um, for me, yeah, some of the same. I think I took it as a time of, we all have off, so let's come together and eat. (laughs) Um, but I would also say like, uh, you know, my, my mom's from the South and, you know, in black American culture, Sunday dinners, you know, soul food, it was more regularly. But now as we've moved to the cities and stuff, we're busier. We don't really have time to cook those big ass meals, <laughs> you know, every week. Or is that really healthy? But, um, but yeah, we don't, we don't really have time. So the fact that we all have off and we can have time to have a big ass meal and just be together, like I take, I honor that, you know, like we don't normally have that time. So it is a time to come together, and I call it family day. Family day with some food, you know? Because um, that's what it that's is. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I will say that I do take time to honor the indigenous um, moving forward in my Thanksgiving traditions with a, an actual indigenous dish. And I'll talk about that more with our next question. Um, but I did want to honor them because, again, that's the reason the holiday exists is because of them. So I want to take time to, to honor their ancestors as well as honor their presence, present existence, but also honor my family, my ancestors Mm -hmm. and the future generations moving forward, as well as just practicing gratitude. Like I tried to make it a regular, um, routine to practice gratitude but that's definitely a time where we can all come together and practice gratitude with one another hear what we're thankful for mm-hmm. you know what we're grateful for and actually have that tradition where we go on around a circle saying that so yeah <laughs> um all right next question next question uh heads Yay! Well, actually, no. I want to pass this to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you won twice. Maybe I won I don't twice. remember that. All right, but I want to pass it to you. All right. Um, so proud. this question is, do you know which indigenous foods show up on your Thanksgiving table? And by indigenous foods, I mean native to the Americas. So what of the Thanksgiving meals... All of the the side dishes, the main courses. What of what show what on that table is native to the Americas? What do you think? Corn. Yes. Survey <laughs> says, hey, come on down. But does corn normally show up in your Thanksgiving meals? Yeah. Really? My vegetarian ass. Yes. Oh, it don't show up in mine. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of like a different. I don't eat all that meat and all mm-hmm. that, so I don't really know. 
Okay, well, any other guesses? That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all I got. Maybe yams. <laughs> but yams is like, that's Africa. But that's everywhere, though. Yeah. Everybody's got like a, 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 not if not yams, they've got a, it's kind of like um, plans. It's like everybody's got like a version of what that is in mm. their, you mm-hmm. know, their uh, their region where they're from. Um, except the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> Side note, check out our beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes episode, which Great was episode. our first holiday episode. Great episode. Back in like 2017, I think it was like our third episode. Please Great check episode. that out. That's where we actually talk about um, the African foods that show up in our Thanksgiving mm, meals and our holiday meals. All the stuff meals. that I like. So yams is from Africa. Yup. It is from Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, any other guesses? Or you yeah, no, nah, I'm good. All right. This, so this, this is just for you to just say. <laughs> we just lining this one up. Um, yeah, that's what I want to <laughs> So I'm glad that you said yams because yes, yams is native to Africa. However, enslaved Africans came to the Americas and saw sweet potatoes, which is native to the Americas. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, this is similar to yams. Let me cook this shit up, which is why people use it interchangeably uh, when they're referring to uh, candy yams or sweet, sweet potato, potato casserole, mm-hmm. like they use it interchangeably. But sweet potatoes is native to the Americas, and that's what usually shows up on your Thanksgiving table, no matter what you're calling it. Right. Um, sweet potato pie is the best pie hands down. I want to hear that. Exactly. So we definitely was like, this seems familiar. <laughs> so yeah. My mom's sweet potato pie. Yeah. And I think Whew. there's a difference in color. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forget which is which. I think, but I'm not sure that yams are lighter and sweet potatoes are darker, but I'm not sure. I can't remember which one is which, but I think there's a difference in color. That's how you can I'm tell. I'm not sure. I might have those mixed up. Let me know in the comments below. Yeah. And let oh, us my... know if you knew this. Right. Did you know sweet potatoes was native to the Americas and yams are native to Africa? Hmm. All right. Let's see what else. Um, so like you said, corn, definitely. Corn, That's you know like the, the vegetable of the Americas. Okay. Um, potatoes is native to the oh, Americas. Right. Oh, right? So if you've had mashed potatoes oh, on Thanksgiving... That's native to the Americas, y'all. And everybody thinks, because the colonizers taught us, that potatoes came from Ireland. Nope. They got that shit from the indigenous. Thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another one. Here's another one. Turkey. Wild turkey is native to the Americas, specifically like the Northeast area. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, technically, it's like wide, the mountains, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, wild turkeys are native to the Americas. So having turkey on your Thanksgiving table, shout out to the indigenous, all right? Because they were the ones hunting wild game. Talk about it. Yep. All right, all right. Oh, speaking of corn. What's that? Cornbread. You ever had cornbread for Thanksgiving? Guess what's in cornbread? Cornmeal. Where's cornmeal come from? Corn. Mm. Shout out to the indigenous for teaching the English how to uh, grow corn. You make me real hungry. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to eat up to this. Thanksgiving coming up, y'all. I'm excited. Why is she right. doing this to me, y'all? <laughs> I ain't eat it this morning. All so. right, let's see what else is native to the uh, Americas. Um, pumpkin. I, yeah, I can see that. Pumpkin. So some people have pumpkin pie. We don't really, we have sweet potato pie. But some people do have pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. And pumpkin is a type of squash. And squash at large is native to the Americas. Okay? Hmm. Um, pecan. If you ever had pecan pie for Thanksgiving. Why do I feel like pecan pie is like okay? It's okay. It's like I can I can't do a lot of it. I gotta try it again. I can I, I can I do a little. I don't know. But I'm if I'm gonna eat any kind of dessert, it's usually sweet potatoes. Sweet potato pie. I might just stick with my well, stick Speaking with Speaking of which, we have not talked about dessert. We should probably talk about that. Sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. We gotta talk about that. Sweet potato pie. Because I gotta Shit, what day is it? Is it the 18th? I don't know. Yeah, we got to talk about it. All right, so, all right, so, another thing that is native to the Americas is beans. So, if you are from the Caribbean um, and you have rice and beans for Thanksgiving, which some do, 
Uh, then that <laughs> shout out to the Americas. Shout out to the indigenous. Cook up rice. Yes. So um, one of our new traditions that we've established for our family is honoring the indigenous and honoring the foods that are native to the Americas by cooking uh, an indigenous meal called Three Sisters Stew. Which is basically honoring corn, squash, and beans. So good. It has a lot of other things. Um, another thing that it has is tomatoes, which is actually mm. native to the Americas. Yes, there wouldn't be pizza or tomato sauce without it. Think about it. All right? Mm. Like, when you think about how many other cultures use foods that are native to the Americas, it kind of blows your mind. Because yeah. you thought it came from there. Nope. It's true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it has tomatoes in there, has sunflower seeds, Damn. butternut squash. Yeah, it's it's really it's really good. It's a it's a variety of flavors. Yeah. So that's what we'll be cooking. Well, I'll be cooking for with some assistance. Uh I'll not make dinner. that one. Yeah, but I'm Mr. Pasta Man, you know what yes. I'm saying? My I'm I'm Italian basically in my former life. <laughs> Well, it's one of my favorite cuisines, so it works out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because yeah. it ain't mac and cheese or something like But that. the Italians got tomatoes from the Americas. So, yes. Another dish that may show up on your Thanksgiving table, cranberry sauce. Cranberries are native to the Americas. I mean, we had it at ours. I didn't really eat it. But a lot of people do. A lot of people like it. That Shout out it, to Chief. the Americas. Shout that out to it. the indigenous. I mean, shout out to them. But that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the ones that show up um, on Thanksgiving tables usually. But You're supposed I also... to say the best for last. Like, why you end with that one? <laughs> oh. I like the, the fun ones first. Hey, well, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. so, so I did want to take a note and just say what some other foods are that are native to the Americas that may not show up on your Thanksgiving table just while Ooh. I'm talking about it. So, um, there's a YouTube video where a, I don't know how he identifies, documentary person, I don't know, but he's going around to different, uh, indigenous chefs around the country and he's learning about native cuisine. Um, so one of the chefs was saying that, and she's wrote books on this and stuff, but basically there's a magic eight. There's corn, beans, squash which is uh, referred to as three sisters. Right. Um, and it's interesting why they refer to that because, all right, so corn, you know the corn crop grows up, right? Um, squash is in the ground, providing nutrients to the corn, and then beans grow up the corn, because like a mm. beanstalk. So they're giving each other nutrients and they're helping each other grow and thrive. And that's why they're called the three sisters. So it's actually very interesting. Hmm. Indigenous knew how to farm. We need to learn something from them. Yeah. The food's good. Yeah. Um, all right. So outside of that, chili pepper mm. comes from the Americas. So every spicy know. thing you've ever had comes from the Americas. Thank the indigenous. So all y'all curry-loving folks, <laughs> thank the Americans. Um, like I said, potato. So vodka. But yeah. You know, you know? Other people like it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to drink it a lot. Now I just, if I'm a drink, I'm going towards rum. Like, you already know that. Yeah. <laughs> but Why would I do anything different? People drink vodka that comes from potatoes. Thank the Americans. Thank the indigenous. Like I said, tomatoes, Italians, y'all thought. <laughs> thank the Americas, thank the indigenous. Vanilla is native to the Americas. So any dessert that you ever had, thank the Americas. Cacao, which goes into making chocolate. Mm. Thank the Americas, thank the indigenous. So... Yeah, when I was learning about this, I was very surprised because, like, they don't teach any of this shit. And you would, it's so normalized to be a part of other people's cultures. And it's that, that's the thing. We don't know about anything about the indigenous. They don't teach us this shit. That's true. So just taking time to learn what happened here before the colonizers. What happens here still? Mm. <sighs> All right. 
And with that, I think we're done with our two sides section or segment. But I want to take some time to inform you all about some native brands that exist today. So they have all sorts of things. Some of them have moccasins, actual moccasins created by indigenous people, <laughs> buy from them, not from Target. <laughs> and I am guilty, but this was before I found the indigenous because I was like, yeah, let me actually look some stuff up. So now I'll be ordering from these brands. They also have jewelry. They have clothing. They have a lot of stuff. So check them out. Um, so I will be giving you the Instagram handles. So make sure you follow these native brands. If anything, for just representation, for you to see that they exist. Okay. All right. So the first one, Instagram is B Yellowtail. B as in boy, Yellowtail. The next one is Orinda Tribe. That's O-R-E-N-D-A Tribe. The next one is ooh, Th Thunder Voice Hat CO. So company Thunder Voice Hat CO. Um, white underscore bear underscore moccasins. Warren Steven Scott. Oh, I follow them. <laughs> uh, and I followed them before I found this this brand list. Um, Urban Native Era. So they have a Facebook page and they put mm. out a lot of indigenous news. So that's why I follow them. Because again, I'm just trying to see their existence. See what's going on for them today. Let's see. Another one is Winston Paul period CO. Looks like some purses with that one. Yeah. Ooh, this is a nice yes. jacket. Isn't that nice? Um, this one is Janu, G-I-N-E-W underscore USA. Yes. Looks like they have some jean jackets with some uh, some tribal uh, prints. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's a dope pattern. Yeah, right? This one is O-X-D-X clothing. Oh, got some more moccasins. <laughs> Jamie Gentry Designs. That's Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, Gentry, G-E-N-T-R-Y, Designs. Ooh, look like some hats. Makwa, M-A-K-W-A, underscore hmm. studio. Ooh, some jewelry. Molina underscore Joe underscore Parker. That's M-O-L-I-N-A underscore J-O underscore Parker. Oh, I think I follow them. Decolonial Clothing Company. And I think that's it. So follow these native brands. If not to buy from them, which please do, um, but also, so that way you're not culturally appropriating. Like if you're going to wear their designs, get it from the original source. I'm just saying. And again, I, I was guilty of this. Like when I guess white people decided, oh, let's wear indigenous fashion. And I remember <laughs> it was at Hampton because I was finally able to get moccasins. I was able to get, uh, clothes with feathers on it and stuff. And I felt free because that's my style that's me like i have a very spiritual connection with indigenous culture so i loved it i love being able to express my, that way but then cultural appropriation came out after that and i was like fuck i can't wear this shit and then but i was like but i like it so actually being mm -hmm. able to contribute to the cultures the societies that have been colonized that have been murdered that have been raped and pillaged and actually give them money to support their communities if you want to wear their stuff like why the fuck not <laughs> yeah i mean it just makes sense and that's all people are really asking for you know if you give them credit yeah if you give them credit and give them like that those resources so mm -hmm. that they can provide for their literal tribe exactly like their family that's really it it's not that much to ask for instead exactly. of it just being like their 
whole culture is being, <coughs> excuse me, being used. Mm-hmm. And then. And giving it, giving the money to a white man. Right. And then they don't reap any of the benefits from it. Like, that's not fair. So, yeah, it's only fair. Makes a lot of sense. All right, so with that, now we're actually going to go on our break. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, y'all. Be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the show, people. Thanks Let's get into the next segment. Us. No? Either or, both and. <laughs> All right, so you won the coin toss, so you'll answer the questions first. All right, let's do it. And then I will follow up. Yes, but remember, don't explain. Just oh, answer the either or. Oh, I got this. Okay. Don't worry right. about it. So the first question is, mm-hmm. either we remember the natives' history and culture truthfully, mm-hmm. or we honor their presence today. Hmm. I would say we honor their history truthfully. Okay. Yeah. And I would say we honor their presence today. Mm. So why do you say, why do you choose? Because they're both good. Like mm-hmm. they both, this is definitely a both and question. Like why can't we do both? <laughs> we should be doing both. Right. Uh-huh. So the reason why I say honor their history is because within honoring their history you will always honor them within the present. It's those who dishonor those in the past that don't allow for that appreciation to transfer to the present, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so if, like, it's like a legacy. It's like if I leave a positive legacy mm-hmm. behind and that's honored, that's that's held up by my family, like like the smart family. If I'm like, uh, two T's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but if I'm like the great grandfather that everybody's like, oh my God, he did so many great things. It's like that Dave Chappelle uh, joke that he did, um, well, kind of like a monologue for real, that he did on uh, SNL. He was talking about his father started this church and how he set up his whole family to start to do this. Like he, because his uh, great grandfather was an ex slave and he did all these great things. It's like if, if you can honor that past that history mm-hmm. it kind of like transfers over to your your present i think if you are able to ignore it and and you're not able to do it truthfully that's when it doesn't come to the present that's why i feel like people are stuck in the past because they haven't really truthfully learned the truth of the um the truth of what happened in the past so they're mm-hmm. stuck um not honoring what's actually going on that's how we get stuck fucking having confederate statues and all this other fuck shit in this country and that's why we're still stuck back in that mindset there's still some people who think that they won certain things elections included uh to this day and it's like because you haven't learned the lesson of the past so you haven't been able to bring that forward to your present Mm -hmm. so i think it's really important for us to honor the truth of our past because what is the biggest predictor of the of the future the past. Mm-hmm. So if you're lying about it, you don't know what's coming. We lied about climate change. The fuck happened? You lie about racism in the country. The fuck happens? So it's like you got to honor the truth mm-hmm. of what the past was in order to to bring that shit forward. And that's why I picked it. Okay. So I chose honoring the presence today mm-hmm. because... Growing up, I always was honoring their history and culture. I was trying to learn about who they were pre-contact. Mm. And man, what the oof. exactly? And in <laughs> honoring their presence today, I have to also acknowledge the fact that they've changed. Mm. They've had to, like they've been colonized, they've been murdered. Like, their ancestors, that knowledge has been gone as they've been removed from their lands. Like, they've changed. They've had to adapt. So while, yes, again, both and, yes, we should honor and respect and remember their history and culture truthfully, but we also have to honor who they are today. And they're not the same because of what they went through. 
And I think it's important to honor their presence today because yes, they still exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they still exist today. <laughs> like right and, now. And, and it was interesting. Cause like on the East coast, I didn't have like any way to connect with them. Like I wanted to connect with actual people, not just learn about the stories and the history and the culture. Like I wanted to actually connect with real live indigenous people. And I wasn't able to until um, college. I went to a powwow in the uh, Hampton Roads area. And I was actually able to meet some indigenous people and buy from indigenous vendors and stuff mm. like that. Um, and it was so liberating because it's like, even though a lot of them kind of look white. Not all of them, but a lot of them did. And I was like... I understand what happened, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but there's also the white people who claim anything. So you got to be careful with that. But, uh, but it was like my first actual exposure to indigenous people in the present day. Right now, fast forward to me moving to the West coast. I've had so many interactions with mm -hmm. indigenous people because mind you, the reservations are in the Midwest. So that's closer to the West coast. Right. So my friend Reina, she's indigenous Mexican, because remember, these lands on the West Coast were Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> like Texas, California. Exactly. So, yeah. So she's indigenous Mexican. And uh, and. Either her family's from a reservation. I don't know if she grew up on one. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like I actually have a friend now, you know, and I've, I've worked with indigenous people. Someone I worked with in San Diego, she was adopted off the reservation to a white family. Um, so now I'm actually meeting people and I'm actually seeing people like, and it, it's interesting cause they kind of look between a mix between Hispanic or Latinx and, uh, Asian. But like, I've been able to see people on the street and be like, I think they're indigenous. Hmm. Like I've been able to see the, the differences in, in phonetics. Yeah, with the characteristics. Yeah, so, so it's very interesting. But being in the Bay, the Bay has opened me up to a whole new viewpoint of indigenous people today. They constantly remind us at any event I go to, we are on a, a lonely land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is their land that we're on. And in my research... I found out that like the whole Bay Area is a lonely land, but that's like a summation of all the tribes. In specific to Oakland, it's the Chocheno. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that, but that's specific to Oakland area, uh, specifically Alameda County and Contra Costa County. Um, mm. But the whole Bay Area is a lonely land. So like actually figuring out whose land you're on. Yeah. That's the biggest way of like acknowledging, you know? But also, um, yeah, just like being able to like they I've been to events where they're drumming and they're singing and they're sharing their stories. Like I think I went to uh, the Women Empowerment Conference last year and the panelists was one was Alicia Garza from uh, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. Hmm. And then the other one was an indigenous farmer. And like, I learned so much, <laughs> like just to be able to hear from them today, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, we need more exposure. We need more exposure because people think they don't exist anymore. Hmm. People think they were wiped out and they're gone or they're on a reservation somewhere, not interacting with modern day society. That sounds nice though. Right. <laughs> But like even, those reservations were barren lands, like they were not plentiful in resources. Right, that was specifically <laughs> why they gave them that land. Exactly, they kicked them off the plentiful resource land. Like yeah, they knew exactly. Clearly. And oh, again, that's man. that's changed them. That's changed their health. That's changed their mental health, physical health, and mental health. Oh, that trail of tears shit. Yeah. Fuck, man, that shit is brutal. And then, I, and again, I watch stuff. So I was watching a video, um, and I think it was one of those Jubilees or cut ones where it's like, do all natives think the same or something? And they were asked the, the native Probably people Jubilee, questions. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of them was saying that, you know, he's from Oklahoma. And somebody asked how, like, his family got to Oklahoma. And he was like, dude, trailer tears. Like, 
But yeah, people barely learn the history in school, barely learn the true history. And then they just don't think about their existence today. And mind you, we don't talk about it either. Of any of the people that we talk about, it's black versus white. Mm-hmm. And then it's, if anything outside of that, it's Latinx and Asian. Like, we're just now bringing natives yeah, to the conversation. And I'm so proud so many native uh, people won elections in, I believe, state uh, Congress. I don't know about the, the national federal one, but I know many won in their states. Um, so, yeah, they're getting, you know, more representation, like, present today. So, so yes, honor, honor their culture and history truthfully and honor their presence today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and with that, the next question. Okay. Uh, do natives and black Americans have more similarities or differences? Uh, I would definitely say similarities. I would say similarities too. Why would you say similarities? Um, we have a shared history when it comes to uh, oppression, but also like culture. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to look at it just like as a negative, because obviously we both been through some shit. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, within our cultures, uh, there's that central theme of nature and spirituality. Mm-hmm. There's that uh, respect for land, mm-hmm. uh, respect for others. Uh, you know, kind of like the opposite of those who oppressed us. Mm. Um, but that's also why I was connecting so much with indigenous culture, because yeah. that would be African culture. Also, like the the oral storytelling and telling yes. of stories through instrumentation as well, drumming, talking mm-hmm. drums. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. That like yeah. that's that's been used from uh, from <laughs> from the indigenous here and from the indigenous in Africa, yeah. and that that's just like a thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> like talking drums. Like yes. <laughs> We, uh, we know what the fuck you're saying because you're drumming in this way. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, that's amazing to me. Uh, so appreciation of sound, spirit, nature, land, um, understanding of energies. Uh, so like, yeah, like a lot of the spirituality um, and practices of everyday life came down to community, tribe, mm-hmm. um, and respect for one another's kind of like balance that that idea yeah. of balance yes. within spirituality or just um, balance and, in life. And, and life mm-hmm. versus uh yeah like the take superiority taking, complex yeah, <clears throat> yeah. colonizers yeah so um th- i would say that <laughs> i would say that for sure <laughs> when it comes to uh our similarities i think um Obviously, on the other end, the oppression piece. But I didn't really want to focus that much on that. So, yeah. Well, I'm calling it out. There you go. <laughs> I knew I knew somebody would pick up the, my, my slack. <laughs> we were both enslaved. We were both taken from our land. We both experienced hella trauma and oppression. <laughs> okay? We both colonized and our identities taken. All right? We both had to assimilate. Forced assimilation. Mm. All right? And even to the point, which is fascinating, remember, Oso and I went to Hampton University, HBCU. Yeah. And little did I know. Very interesting (laughs) history. Hmm. That they actually were a part of indigenous people coming to that school through forced assimilation and taken away from their indigenous communities. Um, But what happened was at, at Hampton, they segregated the indigenous from blacks. And I'm like, this is HBCU. Like, mm-hmm. what the? <laughs> what? But yeah, they were segregated. They had their own dorms. They had their own classroom buildings. And when I was learning about this history, I'm like, what the hell? Like, there could have been so much strength in that unity. In our shared and similar history. But divide and conquer. Still working to this day. Exactly. Oldest trick in the book. You know. But it's the reason why it's the oldest. Because that shit worked. It'd be working. But what I did find beautiful is at the Hampton Museum, at Hampton University, not like overall Hampton, um, but the museum has a native, uh, a native section and yeah, an African beautiful. section. And if you're going through that section, I'm like, 
How they the blend. hell do they not know each other? They blend. Like the baskets, the blankets, mm-hmm. like the clothing. Like it's so... The, so the when you weapons, go from one like, section to another, it's like it literally is like a I'm a, like, a how do I tell which them. one's which? Yeah, it's, it's dope. <laughs> like it's, it's so beautiful to know that across the fucking ocean, mm-hmm. they were able to make similar things as far as their art and their culture. And I'm like, and again, their spirituality, shamanism, right? Yeah. It, exactly. Like I'm fascinated by how that took place and it's beautiful to see it is beautiful to see those similarities so we've been through a lot but we also have strength in our values and that's something that we should call upon Hmm. yeah yeah is that is that it for the episode jeez that went by fast yeah oh man well, hey y'all! <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! We appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Please, like we said at the top of the episode, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are trying to get to fifty by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And if you if you really feeling like thank like grateful and thankful <laughs> for us, yo, you know, hit that subscribe button and share our videos. Yes. And let's get to 100. What's up? If you feeling like that, you if you feeling like we, we we need to up our stuff and you're like, oh, 50 is too low. If you feeling like we need to raise the bar, hey, help us raise the bar. You know what I mean? But for those listening, we appreciate you regardless. Um, but yes, please subscribe. <laughs> and share. Yeah. Like, I mean, we want our message to be heard. Right. Like, we want these conversations to be had. So please share and, mm-hmm. again, have these conversations at your Thanksgiving table. Like, what do you know about indigenous culture, indigenous people? What do you know about their presence today? What do you know about the food that's showing up on your table that's native to the Americas? Like, have these conversations. They deserve to be remembered. They yeah. deserve to be honored. And, and like I said with my answer, by actually honoring the, the truth of, of that history, mm-hmm. you're only getting better, like, you're only going to be able to move forward and appreciate cultures in the present in a better way. Mm-hmm. And you'll also be looking to seek the truth in your present because you've seen what lies of the past can do. That's the biggest thing. Like that lesson right there is like knowing the truth of the past leads to actual justice in the present mm-hmm. and in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's it. That's yes. it for the episode. Thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl Rocky. And your boy also. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. All right. Peace. And love. Always. We out. <laughs>